Welcome to the Embodied Mystic Podcast, where we explore the path of feminine awakening and luscious womanhood. Together, we'll be diving into topics like sacred sexuality, feminine embodiment, spiritual healing, and soulful relationships. I'm your host, Tamara Fayel, tantric mentor and Aries hype girl, here to guide you back to the temple of your body and fall in love with being a woman. I look forward to journeying together. Hey my loves, welcome to this new pod. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here with you guys and yeah I've been really longing for a while now to create a space where we can just dive a little bit deeper into some of these beautiful topics like intimacy, sacredness, connection, sexuality, transformation, healing, embodiment, and all of that good stuff. I'm really, really excited. I feel like it's going to be super juicy and expansive. So yeah, this first one today is probably going to be a little mini episode. Let's see how we go. But I really wanted to come on and just talk about something that is really at the foundation of my work and my world and my life. And that is living with soul. So I know that like for myself and for many of those who have a spiritual awakening or on a spiritual path, there's this moment where we kind of take a look at our lives and we take a look around us, where we're living, our jobs, the way we spend our day, the environments we find ourselves in, the relationships that we're investing in and we're just like oh my gosh like this is depleting me like this is not nourishing my soul this life that I've created for myself is not feeling in alignment with who I am on a deeper level And what happens is we go on this beautiful and super confronting excavation of all of that and everything that's not truly in alignment with the person and the reality that our soul is calling us into create. So it's like our soul is inviting us on this deep inner journey of weaving, weaving with life 
to build something that is deeply, deeply nourishing to us on the level of soul. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And I just wanted to kick off today by reading one of my favorite quotes. It's just exquisite. Um, the author is unknown, but I found it on social media. So here's the quote. The way you alchemize a soulless world into a sacred world is by treating everyone as if they are sacred until the sacred in them remembers. <sighs> yeah, just really breathing that in, like this quote touches me so much. The way you alchemize a soulless world into a sacred world is by treating everyone as if they are sacred until the sacred in them remembers. It just makes me smile. It's so beautiful and it's so true. It's like we're all carrying that spark of the divine, every single one of us, every single person, place and thing on this earth is made from spirit and matter and when we yeah when we learn how to recognize that within everyone we start living a truly magical life and it's it's an amazing thing because the way we feel the way we respond the way we approach and treat people really creates so much of our reality. Just think how different today might look if you approached every single person as if they were sacred. That would be a beautiful experiment. If you haven't done that before, I would love to invite you to do that as an experiment and just see like where is it challenging like what like what are the things that are easy to see as sacred and what are the things where it's like uh-uh no like <laughs> I cannot <laughs> this is super challenging and yeah just observing observing how that is and just making note of like ah yeah I'm finding my, like, it's really challenging to see my boss as sacred or my little brother as sacred, or, <laughs> you know, the traffic. Oh, my gosh, the traffic, the traffic jam, the people, the people driving. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so let's get into it let's get into this thing of like living with soul so i'm gonna run us through a few a few like 
points, a few points, let's call them points, points that will really enhance, yeah, enhance our ability to live with soul. Firstly, living with soul, like what, like why, like why, why, why do we want to live with soul? It definitely makes things much more intense. There's, there's a level of involvement, like a deeper level of involvement that we feel when we're really moving, living from a place of soul. That it, it just, it hits differently like to when we're living mostly from our egos. And I just wanna say that like, let's not make the ego wrong or bad. Like the ego is a beautiful, beautiful thing. We are humans, like we're humans living here on earth and our egos are super important and helpful. And our personality is what individuates us and makes us lovable in all our little quirky individual ways that are just so precious. So yeah, let's, let's like, Put down, put down the stick that we sometimes in the spiritual community like to give the ego a good beating with. So we're gonna like put that, put that bat down. <laughs> I don't remember like what's the name of the sport where they have the bat. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not going there. So yeah, so when we begin to live more from soul, still with our ego, still with our great personalities, but just like bringing more of that soulfulness in, what we're doing is we're nourishing our depth. It's like we're opening, opening ourselves up and like peering into our inside and what makes us alive, like what makes us alive and part of this world on a really, really deep level. So we're like going in, we're looking at that and we're asking our depth, like what's important? What's really, really important? to that part of us? What does that part of us need to feel at peace? Because a lot of us in this, in these like modern times are living in dis-ease with our depth, dis-ease with our soul out of alignment. So when we begin living with soul, we really start to ask these deeper questions. It's like we're reaching inside of us and touching our essence. And sometimes it's very emotional and it can bring up a lot 
to start being in communication with this deeper part of us, our deeper knowings, the subtle whispers. It's so exquisitely beautiful to create a relationship with this part of us and it's really confronting and when we begin to dialogue with our soul like it it can be quite a rude awakening to the things in our world that are really not working and or you know maybe that they are working for our ego they are working for our bank account they are working for our sense of belonging superficially but then not nourishing our depth and our essence so the first thing that we're going to talk about when it comes to living with soul the first thing that we really need to begin to connect with our soul is silence And this can be very, very challenging to find silence. Many of us are like living in cities. Maybe you have a family and little children and it's just like silence, forget it. We've got busy lives, packed schedules, jobs, friends, pets, hobbies, health stuff, all the things. But we, we are never going to truly connect in a sustainable way. Like we're not going to be able to create a really profound relationship with our soul until we start making the space to really tune in and listen. Because the soul, you know, like the body, right? Let's, let's take the body. The body is a cool example of this. So we know that if we don't listen to the body's whispers, it will scream and the body's scream looks like chronic illness disease cancer you know really life-altering things and when something like this happens we know like we know we were ignoring signs even if they were very very subtle like Life is always speaking to us. Our soul is always speaking to us. Nature is always speaking to us. But in this modern world of distraction and reels and, you know, all of our, like, short-term egoic desires... It's really, really hard to hear those little whispers. 
And that's why it's so, so crucial that we learn to create space, that we give ourselves time. You know, every day is amazing. Every day is ideal, but at least a few times a week to just like have have an amount of time like it it depends what what like <laughs> what you're working with what you need but you can start with like 20 minutes at a time of just like time to just connect with you maybe you want to journal Maybe you want to get out some paint and just create some art like with no agenda other than just to like follow, follow your mind, (laughs) follow what's happening inside of you, like track it, move with it, see what's coming up for you, see what your being wants you to digest. Because the things that come up for us when we give ourselves space are really meaningful. And usually the first things that will come up are like the things right on the top layer that are just like calling for your attention. They're like bursting out and waiting for you to give them your attention. So I want to really empower you to like deeply trust what's coming through in these times when you give yourself silence. Trust. Know that these are messages from you coming from your depth and even if they seem like thoughts, fears, anxieties, whatever they are, like, they're really important. What's inside of you is really, really important. So, I, yeah, I have come to a place in my life. So it's been, for me, I guess, about seven, seven years, give or take, of living in profound alignment with my soul. Like really being in this sacred union with my soul. It's like, it's you and me, baby. Like we're, we're in this. <laughs> we're in this. And I know about me that the more the more time I can give myself that's unstructured like the more spaciousness I can have for myself in my morning for example like mornings are so sacred for me as a mother a motherless a childless mother and I I say that because I consider myself a mother even though I don't yet have children in this lifetime 
I know like that time's gonna come and things are gonna look different. So I love, I love to give myself as much open, spacious time to just be with myself in the morning and feel what is it I need. Like I have my basic things that I love to do. Um, you know, I make my lemon water, I do my skincare routine, I journal, I listen to a little podcast. I do do all my little things. But the longer I can have in the morning before that first appointment, the more nourished I feel. The more peace I feel in my being. The more connected to my depth I feel. Because, I mean, I've just simply made space for it. I've simply made space for it. And another thing about silence, so, you know, when I'm alone at home, I'm in my little nest, in my little cozy bubble, I love music. I love music. I love my morning playlists. I, I love it. And I love my little podcasts. Amazing. They are great. They are great. And make sure that you have time when you, like it's just you and there's no one else's voice or input. The one, the one exception that I find for myself personally is like energy cleansing kind of music, like listening to singing bowls and crystal bowls and like, shamanic uh, music without words that are just tones. I find that incredible. Really, really, really helps me. And I still want to really like bring home this thing of silence. Like, I don't know if the microphone picks this up, but there's a chance that you might be able to hear these like beautiful humming barley sounds there's like some bird going off on one <laughs> there's like this although yeah there's dogs and there's this like continuous hum of the rice paddies and of all the creatures and the crickets and all the things and just tuning into that as a backdrop for my thoughts, my feelings. So crucial. So, you know, we all know that like when people meditate, often they're sitting in silence and there's a reason for that. It's about creating this deep inner connection and to do that, we really, we've, we've got to remove all the distractions and just be. So the second point, and I want to say that like these points, 
they all feed into each other and they're all connected. So the second one is authenticity. I think it's Brené Brown. Oh, is it Brené Brown? I think it's Brené Brown, but like, don't hold me to this. It actually, I don't think it's Brené Brown. <laughs> gonna backtrack it someone 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 very smart said this beautiful quote authenticity is a moving target like authenticity is a moving target it's something we've got to stay connected to on the daily moment to moment place to place this one is so so integral to living with soul like living with soul is to come into our deepest authenticity and first you know we we need that silence and that spaciousness sometimes when we're like so filled with external things and other people's voices, voices inside of our head, the voices of our parents, the voices of our partners, of our teachers, of our friends, like we've got to get that silence from all of that so that we can come back to what's true for us. And that's really the first step. Like the first step is finding what's true and then being able to bring out your authenticity, to bring out your truth into the world, that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. And it really like, that is, that's a master art form. Learning how to be truly authentic with those around you. And we've got to be smart with our authenticity. Like, I think the most important thing is that we're authentic with ourselves, and that we know what's going on within us. And like, I guess, you know, moving with these big, deep topics, it's a learning, it, it's a learning process for sure it's a, it's a path of trial and error and if you're anything like me like you might find that you need to go to an extreme end you might need to embody the extreme opposite of what you've been doing to find like what really works for you it's like you go from one end of the spectrum to the other so that eventually you'll balance out and come to your true place on that spectrum. So, you know, like an example of that could be like, yeah, just let's take the example of being online. It's like someone who really doesn't express their truth online because they have their family are on there and maybe their colleagues and you know there are the people 
And then suddenly they start connecting, or like not suddenly, but slowly they're connecting more to their truth. And then one day they decide to start sharing all of these things. Like it's gonna, it's gonna rock the boat. It will rock the boat and people will have things to say about it. And that might be an important part of their process is just to be bold and fiery and to do it that way. And I think many of us, like a really, really important point on this journey of finding our voice and finding our truth and living with authenticity is knowing like who is the right audience for this level of authenticity like maybe the people that I'm with I'm feeling like they can they're like that like what's going to be the right amount of authenticity for them is just like a little homeopathic dose like this is just a little drop of the tincture and I'm not gonna you know hand them the full cup like that that would not go down well. <laughs> you know, like our authenticity and our truth is sacred and it's beautiful and expressing from our soul, like really sharing that is such a gift. And when we open up too soon, there is a risk that we it's like that we're exposing this very, very um, tender, yeah, like this just tender, sensitive part of us. It's like our soft underbelly. And, you know, our, our soul is mighty. Like our soul is, like we, we don't need to worry about like, damaging our soul like our souls got it our soul is like yep I'm here baby got it holding it down but we're you know as we know we're not just soul like there's also our personality we've got our emotions we've got our thoughts we've got our beliefs and exposing our deep essence um, too soon in an interaction can be confronting and just shocking like not just for the other people but also for us so there's something in this whole process like it's an experiment and we just want to be mindful and sensitive and feel into the spaces that we want to share our truth in and go in go in lightly Go in carefully. It's like dip a little toe into the water, feel the temperature and proceed. Proceed the way that you feel intuitively is best. So authenticity, authenticity, cool. So the next one, so point number three is expression. And of course, expression is like deeply connected with authenticity. So 
instead, like in this point, instead of just speaking how we feel and expressing like verbally, this is more about creating our own art in the world. This is so important because our soul is, it's, it's like our soul lives in the realm of the infinite, of the timeless, of the formless, right? It's existing here, but also on a whole other level of reality. And one of the most precious things that we can do in this lifetime is to bring through the gifts of our soul. It's like to bring through that which is alive in us and wanting to be birthed through art. And when I say art, I'm talking in like such a wide, um, such a such a like broad broad what's the word I'm looking for it's just like you know art as a as a big big thing like this is not about painting or drawing but it could be it definitely could be this is about any kind of art you know maybe it's writing maybe it's singing maybe it's creating music maybe it's a form of movement that you love Maybe it's gardening. Yeah, maybe it's like spending time with the earth, with the land. Maybe it's connecting with your purpose and moving in that direction and like really bringing that out into the world. So this is like... This yeah this point of like expression and creating art like this is such a deep celebration of life this is how we take these beautiful gifts that we were born with that live inside of us and we share them with the world as an offering of our love So, yeah, maybe as I'm speaking, there's something that's coming to you, a gift that you have, something that lights you up, that makes your heart sing. Maybe it's something that you're really good at, and maybe it's something that you've never done before, or maybe it's something that you're a complete beginner at, but just thinking about it ignites like it ignites this spark within you. So that is what we're looking for. It's, it's the thing that calls you to it. It's the thing that you have this deep knowing that there's medicine there for you that there's beauty there for you and for the world. 
And to be really clear, the thing is about expressing your soul gifts, creating your own unique art is that you don't need to share it with anyone. Like, it, it's a beautiful, it, yeah, it's a stunning, stunning thing to actually share your art. And there might be a time where that comes or maybe that's something you're already doing. But I really want you to know that not a single living soul needs to witness your art. Because the thing is, is that just by doing it, like just by you taking the time, taking the space to nurture these gifts, like that is going to pour, like that is going to radiate from your heart and it will be felt. Like your, your gorgeous artistry, your gifts are going to be felt on such a deep level without anyone even seeing them because of the way that they light you up. Connecting with your gifts is connecting with your brightness, your radiance. And what happens when we do that? We glow. We glow. So, on that note, I'm going to move on. It's amazing how long I've been chatting to you guys about this. I mean, I thought this would be like a 10 minute, a 10 minute thing, but your girl can talk. Your girl can talk. So our point number four is nourishment. Nourishment on all levels. Nourishment at soul essence. So we've talked about making space for silence. We've spoken about your expression and your truth. We've spoken about your gifts and creating your own art. And now nourishment which is, of course, deeply embedded into all of these things, and especially the next one. We must, we must, must, must lean towards the things that nourish us and light us up. And I just, I really want to say this, my loves, the only person who we can expect to nourish us and to fill up our cups is ourself. And when we take the time to nourish ourselves deeply, we can give from an overflowing cup. And that is really, truly felt. So I want you to make 
a little list. If it's not like immediately obvious to you what's nourishing, I want you to grab a little piece of paper, grab a pen, maybe get your phone, open up the notes app. You can pause this podcast. You can make a note for yourself to do this little exercise later, but I want you to write down five things that would feel so good if you did them, if you gave them to yourself. Five things, something for your body, something for your heart, something for your mind, something for your emotions. What would be so deeply nourishing to you? Write them down and then do them. Give them to yourself. Make this a list of things that you can give yourself. Maybe Maybe you want to drink some delicious soup. Maybe you want to go for a beautiful sunset walk. Maybe you want to have a little, a little cuddle with some puppies or some cats. Maybe a good workout is going to be really nourishing for you today or this week. Maybe a call with your grandma your mom or a beloved we've got to nourish ourselves not just feed ourselves not just eat not just consume but truly nourish okay so this brings us on to our final point our number five I've just in my notes I've written one two Three, three, four. So, (laughs) point number five is connection. So, the four points before this have all been about connection. To live with soul, We've got to be connected to it. It's like connecting to ourselves and through the connection to ourself, we realize that we're actually connecting to something so much deeper, so beyond ourself. We're connecting to soul, to spirit and to matter. Our our bodies are also speaking as we as we established. So this final point is about connecting with others. And this, my loves, you know, I I believe it's like 
actually, it's it's it is my belief, but this is also a quote, I, and I'm I'm like, who is this? Who even said this? But if we if we want, we can go live in a cave. Like that's a thing. You can go live in a cave. You can become a nun, be a monk. You can go do that like full on hermit thing and live without people. But I believe that there is something avoidant about this. Like we live in the world. We live in this world and being here and just trying to escape it and rise above it, it's, it's not my path. It's not, it's not the thing that I'm sharing about. Like I'm talking and I'm walking a tantric path. So th this is the perspective I'm bringing is that instead of trying to rise above anything or ascend anything, we are right here, right now, with and in all of it. And human relationships are one of the most challenging things for all of us. There are very, like, there's almost no one on this planet who has like smooth sailing relationships all the time. And part of having deeply nourishing, alive, thriving relationships is being able to navigate conflict and those crunchy, icky, dense feelings and situations. So if we want to live with soul, we've got to be able to connect to other souls as well. And we've got to give ourselves the chance to practice that. So if you are someone who's in your job, in your apartment, like maybe you're in a city, maybe you're like deeply, you know, enmeshed in your way of being that you know is out of alignment with your soul. And you're beginning to feel that in your interactions and in your relationships with other people, you're wearing a mask and the people around you are too. There's like a lack of vulnerability and authenticity and depth. Things are feeling superficial. So firstly, I want to say that when you learn to connect with yourself and truly live in alignment with your soul, you can connect to anyone at the level of soul. Truly, anyone. It's, it's a practice. And if you're kind of like 
just starting out with this and or like maybe you've been on this path for a really long time but you haven't found that like deep sense of community um, and relationships that are really nourishing you like I want to call you into the you know this beautiful thing called the internet find your tribe like find the people that you vibe with online and connect with them stay in their orbit be in their bubble because just by being in their space even though it's online it's through a screen there is something like really profound and alchemical that can happen through that and another thing that's you know it's probably even more important is to find people in person find the closest kind of you know if if you're into spirituality if if that's something that resonates with you then find like the closest thing that's happening to you in your area that you can go to find these events go to the yoga things go to the meditation things go to the cacao ceremonies whatever whatever is offered go there just go there and you will meet the people on that frequency and that's not to say you'll vibe with everyone you won't um, maybe you won't even talk to anyone at that first thing but maybe you will maybe you will smile at someone and that smile will touch you deeply maybe you will make one friend or one one connection and they will introduce you to something that's really important for your path you never know so go to the things connect we need each other we need each other in person it's so important so create your little online community find the others meet with them in person and yeah it's an invitation also to start feeling like how can you bring more of your soul and more of your essence into your existing relationships how could you be that little bit more truthful that little bit more open-hearted a little bit more you baby steps it's really really important that we move at the pace that feels right sometimes we'll have these big leaps and these big jumps but these things you know it's like when we're moving with our soul when we're living with soul these tiny micro adjustments that we make have such profound impact 
that ripples out into every facet of our life. So I'm going to wrap it up here, my loves. It's been such a gift to be with you this morning. I really feel my heart. I feel the sweetness and the beauty of connecting with you, whoever may be listening to this. I send you the biggest hug, blessings on your day. May it rain beauty and delight and nourishment and connection and soulfulness. Sending you so much love. You're listening to the Embodied Mystic Podcast. Thank you for being here and for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it could serve you in some way. I love connecting with you. My inbox is always open. Let me know if there was anything in this episode that really spoke to you. If there was a moment that lit you up or brought you into deeper self-reflection. I love, love hearing from you. And if you loved this episode, I'd be super grateful if you took a moment to leave a review or share with a friend. It's been a real, real pleasure hanging out with you and I'll see you soon.